This is SEN's NBL show with Braden Hesselhurst. Now Qualls turned it over, straight in the path of Scott Sobey, pulls up from the foul line, nothing but net. A show built for Australian basketball fans. Welcome everybody to the NBL show on SENQ. I'm your host, Braden Hesselhurst, back for our third edition this week. We've got a big show lined up. We're covering the Bullets uh, weekend uh, just past their game against the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix on Thursday night. They also return uh, have a return match against the Tasmania Jack Jumpers in Tasmania this week. We speak to Bullets legend and current Southeast Melbourne Phoenix assistant coach Sam McKinnon. We'll cover cover some of the storylines for this week and then get stuck into my top dogs and who's on the radar for the upcoming round. But first, we'll talk about the Brisbane Bullets and we love it when things pan out the way we say it on this show. Last week, we spoke about how Bullets fans need to stay patient and boy, did they do that. The way they returned to form in round five, they started with a, a massive win over the Perth Wildcats in RAC Arena. Regardless of how the Perth Wildcats are going, that's a huge win in Perth, regardless of how they're traveling. And then they return home to play the champ, one of the championship favorites in the Tasmania Jack Jumpers at home in Nissan Arena less than 48 hours later. And they got a huge win uh, in front of their home fans as well. And that was without Nathan Sobey for most of the first half. He sat on the bench for a lot of that, uh, the first two quarters with foul trouble, bounced back with force in that second half, leading to scoring for the Bullets to get a huge win. And they return home to Nissan Arena to play the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, another team who are flying at the moment as well. We spoke about the adjustments they've made in their roster for the upcoming season. Getting a bit more defensive uh, prowess, uh, should I say, with the recruits of Matt Kenyon, Gorjak Gak, and Craig Moller. They've won four games in a row, so that's shaped up to be a huge one between the Bullets and Southeast Melbourne Phoenix at home. And we caught up with Southeast Melbourne Phoenix assistant coach Sam McKinnon. Slamming Sam McKinnon from the Magic. Oh! Coach. White boys head job. Okay, now it's time for today's guest, and it's former Brisbane Bullets assistant interim coach, GM of basketball, Brisbane Bullets champion from 2007, NBL legend and current Southeast Melbourne Phoenix assistant coach. One thing that's in that title too, Sam, is my former podcast co-host. How are you, mate? <laughs> Good, mate. Good. Yeah, they were... Good days back then when I wasn't really involved in the NBL doing that podcast. <laughs> Mate, the uh, the amount of listeners we had too were crazy, wasn't it? Oh, just the, the, my DMs were blowing up and my Twitter <laughs> account and all this sort of thing. So some of our controversial comments, but um, no, good times. Mate, obviously first year with the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, you guys are flying high at the moment, four wins straight. What's turned around, obviously, apart from getting everyone back from injury, but what's been uh, part of the turnaround to this uh, four-game winning streak? I think it's something that every club manages now. Um, players are playing all year round, so um, a couple of guys in Puerto Rico, a couple in Japan and NBA one, and then you get guys back and trying to piece it together, and I think just what you said then, with all our players getting back, we um, getting our Williams back and then Tyler moving on, we had a chance to sort of get the group together and kind of build an identity of how we're going to be. And, um, yeah, it's just that consistency of game in, game out. But in, on the on the training court, 
doing those little things, which has got that four-game win streak going. I spoke last week about how the Phoenix have addressed um, some areas they needed to improve in their roster over past years. You would know being in the league with Brisbane at the time that South East Melbourne one of the best offensive teams but needed to work on the defensive side. You guys have done that this year. Um, what's been the change of mindset that Mike's brought in that's allowed you guys to be better uh, better on the defensive end this season? It's just an effort, really. There's no real trickery to it. It's um, just being consistent with our rules on defence, how we're going to defend certain actions. And um, a lot of teams run that stuff now. So from their Joes to ghost in to, to slot pick and rolls, all that sort of stuff. So we've got sort of set rules and um, we try to be really strict with that. And that sort of starts a training of um, everyone's got to do it. Everyone from Al down to Anzac Risotto on ball screens and then our guards um, just being really connected and um, physical. So, yeah, it's um, Mike, I guess, when he, he got the job, he's given uh, Luke... Brennan, the, the the offensive role, and I'm the defensive guy. So, um, yeah, that's sort of our roles are really clear. And, um, yeah, enjoying, enjoying it right now. What about that subtle flex, me talking about the improved defensive end, and then you make sure that you get in that it's, uh, that's your end and your responsibility, mate, eh? Why not, eh? You've got to float your own boat, mate. But um, <laughs> I think we all have a – like, the players all have got their opinions, and I think you just be pretty consistent with them about what you want. And right now, things are going well. Mate, give us an insight into Mitch Creek and what he's like. Again, having a great season and the leader of that team and uh, against your opponents, the Brisbane Bullets, always has to seems to have a, a really good game against the Bullets. What's it like to to be involved with him? Uh, do you think he's the best Australian in the league? And, and just a general comment on his form. Yeah, he's a competitive beast. Um, he plays all year round and um, at training, Never sort of takes a day off, so he's been really good to be around. I didn't know Creaky prior to that. Obviously, we were all aware of he likes his cars and motorbikes and <laughs> skydiving. Um, that's part of his DNA, so um, he's been good to be around. I think his leadership this year is going to the next level. Um, it's not just about voicing things. He needs to lead by example, so I, I think he's doing that on both ends of the floor, and um, as far as coaching him and, and seeing what he brings to the group and yeah, I do think he's the best Australian in our league right now. So I'd hope he could put his name back into the discussions around Olympic teams. So I think he deserves another shot at that. And your opponents uh, Thursday night in, in the Brisbane Bullets, mate, you've have a, had a long involvement with the Bullets recent years as the GM of basketball, been an interim coach, assistant coach, and have obviously won a championship with the Bullets. What have you seen from them this season that makes them a really tough challenge this, this week? Yeah, I think getting Justin in as coach, he's just got a clear direction and they're very competitive. Um, they don't take any possessions off. Um, he's making do with, I guess, Bainsy going out. They dropped a couple, but then they made adjustments. So he's got a good IQ, um, been around the game for a long, long time and um, I think they're following his lead. So it's nice to see someone like Sobe back to 100%. So, um, yeah, I think they're, they're together. Um, and I think they're enjoying that process. Mate, as I mentioned, you guys are on a four-game winning streak, flying pretty high at the moment, but it seems to go under the radar with the Phoenix with all the hype around United and, and them being so good at the top ladder. Do you think you guys sort of get overlooked down there with the hype around Melbourne? Oh, I think deservingly so. Like, United's 
the team to beat. They're, they're always in contention. Um, we know where we are in the landscape of, of Melbourne basketball, to United, and um, we just go about our business. And I think that's fair, that's fair talk at the moment, to be honest. We haven't done anything yet. We've made the finals once. And until we're perennial finalists or whatever, then they can start changing that. So that's up for us to change that narrative. And I think right now we've got a really good group, like guys like Matt Kenny and Craig Moller and Benny Eyre, like those sort of role guys are um, having games where they win us games. So um, we're good We're good with that. And as long as we get Ws and, and make the finals, we, we can start changing that. Last question, mate. I mentioned the, the 2007 championship with the Bullets. Widely regarded as one of the best teams ever in the history of the NBL. I think I've spoken to you about this before. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that 2007 team is the best team ever in the history of the NBL? Uh, look, yeah. Look, I think we had a really good team. And Don't sit on the fence. Well Don't sit together. on the fence, mate. Uh, look, I have no doubt it would be one of the best teams ever. I've, I've, the best ever, who knows? I think in, even in the modern-day basketball, that team would do very well. With CJ... Blackie, Ebby, um, I guess myself and the four and an old Hoagie, but I think would um I think we could do pretty good in most areas, whether it was the, the bang and bruise or the open spacing. You know, I'd like to think that group translates many generations. So I guess I'm saying it was a pretty good group and probably the best team ever. No worries, mate. Well done on that. Um Thanks very much for your time, mate. I know it's a hectic schedule and, and coming up here and preparing to play the Bullets, but a big weekend for you guys. You've got the Bullets and then return home to play the Cairns Taipans, mate. So all the best this weekend and appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, Braden. We're back. This is SEN's NBL Show with Braden Hesselhurst. Sobe with some footwork in the jam with authority. A show built for Australian basketball fans. Welcome back to the NBL show on SENQ. I'm your host, Braden the Hoff Hazelhurst. We'll get quick, uh, get stuck into some storylines real quick. We mentioned the Brisbane Bullets going 2-0 in the previous round and facing the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix on Thursday night. And they're boosted by the return of Aaron Baines as well. So huge to have the big fella back. And a lot of people keep talking to me about his stats. I don't think it really matters what his stats are. Obviously, you want to see him put some points and get some rebounds on the board, but I think it's just his presence that provides a huge boost for the Bullets. So he's back from that five-game suspension this week. The Bullets are still without injured import point guard Shannon Scott. Now, secondly, the Perth Wildcats struggles. Now, they were struggling before last round, and it reached a new height against the Brisbane Bullets on Friday night at home, going down to the Bullets, who were on a four-game losing streak before that, and the rumblings got louder over in Perth with the Red Army. But Perth Wildcats owner Craig Hutchison has come out and backed coach John Reilly to turn the team around. And it was interesting last night on NBL Overtime too, NBL expert Liam Santamaria backed up what we said here on the show last week where Jordan Usher, the import forward for the Perth Wildcats, really needs to get back to leading his side defensively. Next up, we've got the Melbourne teams are flying. Melbourne United, a huge win over Tasmania in Tasmania and backed it up at home against the Illawarra Hawks. They're on top of the ladder with only one loss. Adelaide back into form. Two games, two wins on the trot. A big win over the New Zealand Breakers in New Zealand. We saw Illawarra bounce back with a win as well. They beat the Cairns Taipans at home thanks to a, 
a buzzer beater from Tyler Harvey. Um, they went down to Melbourne United on the weekend, but they had a better account of themselves this week. So maybe some signs of the Illawarra Hawks turning things around a little bit. Now, on the other hand, two championship contenders who have lost two straight. The Sydney Kings, they lost to Tasmania in the previous round and then went up to Cairns and looked really flat in the way they went about it. They really struggled up there against the Cairns Taipans, missing Tajir McCall, missing Taron Armstrong. And they were sort of, you know, they, they, they came back at stages but were never really in the game. To me, the Cairns Taipans dominated that game from the outset. And then Tasmania as well. Uh, in one of the highest quality games I've seen this season, they lost at home to Melbourne United. And to me, they were just, uh, Melbourne were too physical for them. Really pushed them out of their stuff uh, and forced Tasmania to play out of their style and, and really took away the likes of Milton Doyle and Jordan Crawford. So Sydney and Tasmania fighting to get back into form. And now it is time for Braden's Top Dogs. First up on our top dogs for this week is none other than Brisbane Bullets defensive star, Sam McDaniel. We spoke on this show about how the Brisbane Bullets have been so much better than in previous years on the defensive end. They ranked fourth in defensive rating this season. And leading the way for me is the efforts and performance of Sam McDaniel. Justin Schuller made it a priority to recruit Sam McDaniel Sam McDaniel from the Tasmania Jack Jumpers, where he spent the last two seasons and before that won a championship with Shula at Melbourne United. And boy, didn't his impact shine through on the weekend in their 2-0 and round in round five. First of all, the jobs aren't any tougher than guarding Bryce Cotton at RAC Arena. But Sam McDaniel, with a little bit of help from Mitch Norton as well, did a fantastic job. Kept Bryce Cotton to three of 19 and just 10 points in that game and that win over the Perth Wildcats. And then he had another tough challenge on the Sunday at home at Nissan Arena against one of the MVP contenders in Tasmania's Milton Doyle. And Sam McDaniel stood up once again. He kept Milton Doyle to three of 10 from the field and just seven points. And to me, that allowed the Bullets to stay in the game in that first half when they didn't have Nathan Sobey on the court and he was out with foul trouble. So they didn't have much going on the offensive end. But Sam McDaniel has been a huge leader for Brisbane's defense, and he leads our top dogs for this week. Second up is Adelaide 36's big man, Isaac Humphreys. Now, Adelaide's form has turned around a little bit. They won two in a row, three out of their last four. And in 2020-21 season, Isaac Humphreys just broke out with the Adelaide 36s. He averaged 13.3 points per game, seven rebounds, and 2.8 blocks. And he had a couple of seasons where he found it a bit tough. The next season in Adelaide with injury. And then last year in Melbourne United. Didn't get much opportunity there. Came off the bench. But this year he is back to some sensational form. Averaging 13.6 points a game. And shooting at 59% for the Adelaide 36ers. And in their last two games, which have had two massive wins. He's got 17 and 11 and 26 and 8. If he can continue to produce that for the Adelaide 36ers. They can make their way up the ladder even even further. And who's on the radar this week? Yes, who's on the radar for round six? And this week, I've got just one team. Last year's grand finalists, the New Zealand Breakers. They are struggling 
at the bottom of the ladder at the moment, just one and four. I gave him a bit of leeway after that loss to Melbourne United after returning from the NBA trip in the US. But then they dropped one at home to the Adelaide 36ers. Now, things get even worse with import forward. Zylan Cheatham out for six to eight weeks with a fractured right foot. So they're on the lookout for another replacement import after already replacing Justinian Jessup with Anthony Lamb. But to me, their problems are deeper. Last year, they were one of the best defensive teams in the league. They were the best defensive team in the league, actually, giving up just 80.2 points a game, and they were first in defensive rating as well. This year, they're second last in defensive rating and give up the second most points per game. So when they replaced Derek Pardon with Mango Mathyang and they said a better defensive presence, not working out so far, and just their team in general, Parker Jackson Cartwright, amazing on the offensive end. Does he give you much defensively? Because last year this team was great defensively and this year it's just not working. I'm not sure this roster was constructed as a team that is destined to go back to the playoffs this season. They also, I'm not sure about the pairing of Will McDowell-White and Parker Jackson Cartwright as well. So that's one thing to watch. But round four kicks off with the Bullets hosting the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. This week, we can hear our call live on SENQ from 6 p.m. The rest of the games across the, uh, this week, Bullets Tasmania on Saturday, New Zealand hosting Cairns, Illawarra hosting Sydney, Perth hosting Adelaide, Southeast Melbourne hosting Cairns, and the Sydney Kings hosting New Zealand Breakers, as well as the Melbourne United and Perth Wildcats facing off on Monday. That's all we have time for today. We'll see you next week on the NBL Show.